0: one of the main responsibilities of an l professional is to stay abreast with what's happening around in business, be futuristic and consult business to prepare the workforce for tomorrow. Ideally, it should be a company's DNA. So being prepared ahead of time is the key to success today. And it needs to be endorsed by the top management. So can I be called as a role model of learning in my organization? That's point one. Welcome to the Stars of Learning Podcast, where your host, Jyoti G, exposed the minds of the thought leaders who have vast experience and in-depth knowledge in the learning industry. Now over to your host, Jyoti G.
1: Hello everyone, hearty welcome to season 3 of Stars of Learning Podcast. And my name is Jyoti G. So, friends, I'm glad that you are joining me today and we have lined up an interesting episode for you to reimagine the learning and development as a future business drivers. Wondering, what am I saying? What would I be covering? Yes, friends, the global workforce has been continually evolving due to a number of factors. And by now, you know that over 4.3 million employees, almost of the workforce now work from home at least half the time according to Global Workforce Analytics. And we all know that talent is an asset to the organization and many organizations have shifted their focus by putting their people first. And friends, believe me, talent transformation has become the buzzword and as lnd professional i was reading one of the research report and one of them said 8 of the L- 10 lnd leaders say their main priority over the next 18 months is to focus on building skills and capabilities required for the future and for me the purpose of being in this lnd field is to develop the talent and build the capability for the organization to drive that business result and get that success to the organization with a happy client right of late i am also seeing or feeling that pressure across different stakeholders coming to learning and development function and they say that you are critical now than ever as we are they are reimagining reforming recalibrating everything as market is also capitalization is based on intangible assets, right? We are looking at skilled employees, exceptional leaders, and definitely knowledge will be the base for everything. Yes, all of these trends have elevated the importance of the learning function. And we as l leaders must embrace this as a broader role within the organization. And we need to be or wear a strategic hat, bringing that vision into an action. As a strategic role, we need to be effective in a way that we support for the business priorities, right? So, the Peter Drucker says, the greatest danger in times of turbulence is not the turbulence, it is to act with yesterday's logic. Guys, that's a big threat, right? So, so as a strategic role of a LD, we need to bring together leadership development getting up to technology being agile and so on and many other things uh, which comes into our kitty as we look at emerging market and the future is now so friends i came across kaushik das who is one of the speaker on one of the topic i came across is on the reshaping LD talent and hr functions and i have been following him for uh, on the linkedin and see his interesting perspective he brings in diverse set of experience his lens on lnd is amazing and futuristic friends and with no further delay let me introduce you to my guest kaushik das who is a learning and development professional with 13 years of experience and he is passionate about learning and using technology to help people learn faster and grow better. So currently he's working as a global learning partner at Siemens India and his expertise lies in helping organizations transform people capabilities and building a culture of trust and performance. So let us welcome Kaushik Das onto this podcast. Hey Kaushik, once again, a warm welcome to Stars of Learning podcast.
0: Hello, Jyoti. So great to connect with you. And I would like to congratulate you for this initiative of yours. And thanks for having me.
1: Uh, definitely, we are looking at great insights, uh, uh, Kaushik. So, to begin, Kaushik, uh, since you are in the LED space, the significance of learning and development has skyrocketed in the last decade right and companies are realizing its contribution not only in people factor but in various process uh, of organization and and i feel this is definitely positive encouraging for the lnd leaders to get creative and i'm keen to get your views as you are being in this industry as lnd professionals do you think are we ready?
0: So thanks for uh, asking this question, uh, Jyoti. I think uh, that's a very good curtain raiser. So as LND professionals, our job is to be anticipators to drive business growth. And one of the main responsibilities of an LND professional is to stay abreast with what's happening around in business, be futuristic, and consult business to prepare the workforce uh, for tomorrow. So being prepared ahead of time is the key to success today. We know that we live in a VUCA world and how important it is to be proactive. Uh, therefore, sure. LD professionals must work with business closely, know what the competitors are doing, understand what are the industry best practices, keeping in mind the culture and capability development aspect to build the workforce of today and tomorrow. And it depends on the organizations and their priorities on the people development front. Uh, to me, preparedness is a proactive measure, right? And one of the important aspects of people development. And it needs to be endorsed by the top management uh, to a great extent. If the top management sees merit in it, it will definitely prioritize. Uh, our job in HR and L&D is to show that the value of preparedness and development leading to business impacts, right? So I can say, the, uh, say that the place where I work is ready to actually take the big leap and to be the company of uh, tomorrow. And when you're talking about the readiness, okay. of course, uh, I I actually feel that uh, it depends on the company, that management perspective there, and then it actually cascades, you know. But at times what happens, there are a lot of companies, those who prioritize, of course, business profits, growth, and creating customer value, they should not forget that, Uh, one of the you know basis of uh, reaching to that is also uh, preparing your workforce so that they can create that value for the customers and i uh, see at times that learning and development uh, orientation is very low in organizations wherein it is only perceived that it is a good to have function Uh, so that's what my um, uh, thought is based on what you asked uh, that uh, uh, you know it depends on the lnd professionals what we also show to business right so it is not only about what the uh, leaders are uh, telling you but it is also equally uh, important for any lnd professional today to show the way and try to connect the dots and create that value for the, the business and show that to the leaders and then only you will see that uh we are being valued more yeah
1: very true very true <laughs> you said a curtain raiser but i am saying this is a foundation for my further discussion uh, kaushik insightful thought to drive business growth being prepared and you know connecting the dots showing that value and you know being proactive from the business uh, context definitely we need to stay abreast and consult. in that uh, thought process project uh, uh, lnd is definitely a backbone and we need to be that influencer for the overall growth uh, of the organization, so so, what are the must-have competency then for LND professionals to be ready in this VUCA world? Uh,
0: well, I really like that term, Jyoti, that you used as LND being a backbone. Uh, I I hope, and I really would be delighted if uh, companies <laughs> start talking about uh, sales is my bloodstream and the backbone, or maybe my marketing department is creating that value. I've not come across uh, companies uh, talking much, even I've not read many books which talks about that LNU being a backbone, but I really... Uh, like the thought of yours but we can be Uh, we can be the backbone
1: i i I believe that way and i want to function in that way
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely so what what we always say that your belief should be demonstrated by your behavior and whatever you show as a behavior that defines your business right so Mm -hmm. we can be the backbone as lnd function if we can prove our Mm -hmm. mettle and justify our contributions time and again see what happens in Mm -hmm. sales customer service you talk about any other quality or operational excellence. uh, Every function uh, or aspect of business needs to prove continuously that how it exactly creating value for the customers and contributing significant to the growth story. Uh, And for learning, we talk about it is a glorified term we must learn there's no other way out mm-hmm. uh, humans mm-hmm. uh, from the primordial age we have always learned and we have been learning to get better right but learning right. is not a feel-good factor if we only feel today in an organizational context that it is a feel-good factor just to motivate mm-hmm. people just to you know uh, drive someone's career growth people need to learn the terminologies will not actually result into lnd becoming a backbone so today mm-hmm. when you talk about sales, you say that it is a bloodstream of the organization because if you don't sell something or if your sales uh, system is not strong, you don't have the professionals there, then your organization mm-hmm. uh, will not grow. But the question here is also that how what will ensure that the salespeople are having the right capabilities to you know create customer value. So you can say that there's an mm-hmm. underlying fact yeah. that can play a pivotal role there. So. Mm-hmm. Ideally, it should be a company's DNA. So learning when you're talking about if we are in a position to uh, create that kind of aura that learning is my company's value and DNA, then you mm. be a kind of l being perceived as a backbone because it becomes a part of your uh, culture, part, part of your value system. And that's how mm. learning I look at it. Now, for L&D professionals, okay. uh, I believe that we need to be the role models of learning with high on learning agility. In an organization, we always say that leaders or the CEOs, CFOs, they should be role model or the business head should be the role model. That expectation can be set, which is right. That is the way. But the question the L&D professionals need to ask themselves or the L&D leaders, can I be called Mm -hmm. as a role model of learning in my organization? That's point one. And they must demonstrate passion and energy to influence others in the system. Because if you don't do it with that energy and the passion, then even your technical expertise or know-how will not help you to connect with the decision makers of the organization and make them believe that, yes, learning is the uh, backbone for my organization. And the Mm competence that you actually ask, now I'm coming to that ability to innovate challenge the system challenge the leaders influence by showing your conviction confidence your communication and most importantly having a kind of mindset of creating an ecosystem of learning uh, so that you know everything becomes a kind of interconnected dots through which you know you can drive your agenda of learning and make it as a part of your dna so if LD professionals can uh, create that kind of ecosystem around by demonstrating uh, those kind of behavior through those competencies, organizations mm-hmm. can survive and sustain in the long run and then only can we think of you know, calling ourselves as a significant contributor to the business or maybe the backbone to any business. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wonderfully uh, said that, uh, Kaushik. So so we need to be that Role model, and I hear you say that we HR or l we need to hone these uh, skills and uh, these behaviors has to be demonstrated and be a catalyst in the system. So, what has been your approach, uh, Kaushik, to empower business to scale?
0: So my approach is simple. We must practice what's meeting the business objectives and be futuristic, right? Uh, We exist only for business and creating value for business and achieve those visions through those missions, right? Now, what is the business objective? If we can cater to that need and also give them a kind of hope and an affirmation that I'm creating the workforce of tomorrow and I'm going to create the company that you uh, wish to be. That is how a function can really you know, can take things to scale or business to scale the way you are asking. Mm. With the company Mm. of tomorrow and to business to scale, the most important factor here is, first of all, you try to work what the business wants to achieve and show them The you know this concept of that how the business can get better in terms of growth revenue uh, maybe bringing down the overall cost bringing operational excellence improving quality your service and so on every aspect is important Mm -hmm. our role is more about supporting an organization to write its future if I may say so because Mm -hmm. every company works today to create a better future and I'm talking about future not ten years down the line even after one year can be a future, right? It is future tense I'm talking about. So how are you enabling an organization to write its future? That's what exactly also I feel is extremely important from a learning and development point of view. So all requisite skills need to be demonstrated well by L&D folks with sustainable sincerity. And this is the word that I uh, enjoy a lot, though it could sound like a jargon, but uh, to Mm. me it is everything has to sustain and when you want to sustain you have to have a se- you need to have a sense of discipline that is your sincerity you can't say that i do something as an act and then it is uh, getting carried away and that's where exactly the challenges we face in lnd Things should sustain and there should be a sincerity and discipline created so who is responsible to do it the lnd leaders only and that's how that's our core job for which we actually should get paid and will be getting paid in future I ensure that I stay updated and connected to business all the time, partner them in whatever capacity possible, and come up with initiatives to keep the workforce engaged and show the management the value on investing in people that can lead to customer value and growth. If I don't do this, and I don't show this kind of connectivity that whatever I'm trying to do with my workforce, which is leading to customer value, centricity or growth, I think nobody would Mm -hmm. ever validate and try to scale up. So business to scale is possible in this regard is only when you try to show the real value and define the real value in absolute terms.
1: Right, right. So definitely loads of nuggets uh, here, uh, which are uh, definitely to put things into action, like, you know, practice, meet business objectives, we need to cater, give them hope, and create that kind of an environment and achieve that result. And I really like the statement what you said about our role is to write organization future, right? So, so and that to sustainability and uh, with discipline and being responsible. So, in in these thought processes, uh, Paushik, what is your ideal definition for LND professional?
0: I was expecting this question coming to me (laughs) and thanks thanks for asking Jyoti. (laughs) Ideal is not an ideal word to be used to define anyone in any professional circuit, right? So I um, I stay away from being uh, ideal or a definition of an ideal, but since you've asked me this question, I will try to justify something that I believe in, but it may not be an ideal. It's just a thought. So, as in a yes. world, things change now, so yeah now. now. Correct. So this is how I look up uh, this is how I look at it, and this is how I would like to be. Now, what I want hmm. to become, it may not be an ideal thing, right? And for LLT hmm. professionals, I personally feel there's nothing called idealism here. It is largely about learning and continuous hmm. learning. So things are changing so fast today, continuous development and learning is the key it is for anybody yeah. in business or as a professional but an LD professional should be having a good business understanding ability to influence people around manage stakeholders uh, able to design and market concepts brand events and exercises then you can say design and deliver even better than the better than the external support if required to name a few these are the definitions so to say of a good professional and I see as an HR professional uh, to be a thought leader, driving, learning to create business excellence. That's what could be a definition of an ideal HR uh, leader who is a thought leader, who can influence the stakeholders and the top leaders in the organization and whose uh, whose contribution can help companies to take better decisions and create business excellence. If that answers your question mm. of being ideal.
1: Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> and definitely these uh, uh, kind of a behaviors, if you demonstrate, and definitely we will see a shift in the role what we are doing. Yeah. And uh, what we had skills and what we did good in the past Will not hold good in the current context uh, because we are living in that kind of a you know a change is constant I should say and I and you are being in the same po- profession right we agree that LND is going through that paradigm shift can you give more insight on what should be our focus as an LND profession
0: so let me enumerate a few points here that will help. Uh... The others who are listening to this podcast uh, to also ask themselves, are they trying to demonstrate or maybe trying to pick up those skills? So if you ask me, uh, mm-hmm. based on my experience, become consultants to business, being anticipators mm-hmm. to uh, the kind of uh, uh, things you want to bring in, uh, be performance yeah. coaches, right? The You will see that a lot of LND folks would be becoming performance coaches then life coaches executive coaches at times we try to outsource that as a service but uh, mm-hmm. in future i see that a lot of lnd professionals would be required uh, to coach people at different levels so the understanding mm. of coaching should be very strong for lnd leaders because performance is mm. the key here right why we train or develop people yeah. so that they lead to performance they achieve peak performance right. so the understanding yes, of coaching yes. has to be very strong in today's context you can't simply think mm. about outsourcing it of course you can do it but uh, you can mm. also create internal knowledge repository while, while working in an organization they need to I also know. understand the elements of cultural transformation and be the catalyst to it now, catalyst in two cents, and uh, I know that this is an overused word. Every now and then in HR space, we have been talking about being a catalyst. To me, if I refine this further, it's being proactive. Uh, in HR mm-hmm. and LND, gone are the days when uh, we used to react right the business tells me to yeah. do something then I would be reacting and then make things happen but the real value is not about being reactive so to me catalyst is all about being proactive even if the business is not mm-hmm. telling me to do can I go back to business educate them th- show my thought leadership and then t- do things or take things uh, uh, you know in the way it should be done and turn around things that's how mm-hmm. I look at it They need to be extremely strong in communication and branding. You know, why do you, why do people buy products? Do they buy products only for the features or also for an emotional connect? To me, any product that you buy or service that you buy, it has got product benefits and emotional connect. So no matter how brilliant program that you create, right, uh, you say that amazing content from the best of the b schools or maybe the institutions in the world if it is not properly branded right. that means it is not properly communicated it will not get a kind mm. of space on the minds of people so lnd people need to be extremely smart marketers now mm. Mm. digitally oriented to use technology to create a culture of digital learning now we talk about ai cloud computing you then you talk about uh, uh, AR, VR, robotics. The question is: mm-hmm. As LND professional, do I have an understanding of the definition or how these can be implemented also in my space? And have I done something about that? Even if my organization has not executed any of this technology, technology is not Mm -hmm. to be used for the heck of it. It is to create business value. And technology is always a tailwind, right? But the understanding, Mm -hmm. if you don't know what is the technology I'm talking about, where can I find, how can it be better for my business? If those understanding, I can't, Uh, have or I don't actually create for myself or develop for myself, then I am not digitally well connected. And in this digital world, if the business models are getting into much more of a uh, digitalized way of doing to create new business models and all, if my understanding of being digital is restricted or limited, and i over uh, and there's an over dependence on others i cannot show my thought leadership so there has to be some structured and significant understanding of or, or on uh, you know technology and the way technology can be used to train educate coach people so that they can create business impact that has to be there bring business functions together so that they can collaborate and co-create in an agile environment now today it's not about how big you are it we talk about how fast you are right if you want to be a fast-paced organization even bigger organizations are getting into a kind of entrepreneurial mode they work in a kind of ecosystem wherein they want to again uh, go back to a startup mindset now how do you create when you are you are a kind of you know maybe a 50 billion dollar company or maybe a 70 billion or 100 billion dollar company the question is very simple when you grow bigger again at times you have to go back to the previous state wherein you feel that i have to start from zero so i need to create an entrepreneurial mindset uh, and for that matter lnd should play a role again to create that kind of ecosystem so that the way people collaborate co create and really work on the agile methodologies around that is also mm-hmm. a job that how do you bring functions and cross-functional teams together so that's, right. that's one of the competencies and finally how can i make learning personalized enjoyable and most importantly today it is not only about being personalized or enjoyable learning should also be made aspirational. And if I'm yes. able to make it aspirational for people, this means what? You need to have awareness creation, branding, communication, then create interest, desire. So the Ida model of marketing stands very valid for l professionals as well. If learning does not become aspirational in your organization, I think uh, it will not kick off well. So these are the areas what I was talking about. Consultant, coach, cultural transformation, Mm -hmm. mass communication, digital orientation, uh, collaboration and agile environment, and most importantly, making learning personalized and aspirational. These are the areas where L&D people need to focus more on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. You've wrapped it very well, all the important elements uh, on, you know, what we need to be focusing, uh, uh, Kaushik. and. I hear you loud on being coaches and you know executive coach, life coach, performance coach. and the learning is grounded and are expected to be um, mentor and coaches to enable employees you know with that desirable competencies to play or to execute in their job role. And uh, LD professionals, we need to have that ability also right to synthesize the to connect between the business and the employees so so what would be your strategy uh, do you think L professionals are equipped to handle this as a lifelong learning intervention?
0: well lifelong learning is about developing an organizational culture by bringing the business context to the fore it has to come out very strong mm-hmm. right Let's Say that mm-hmm. uh, in L&D, content is the king but context is the kingdom right
1: so we mm-hmm. all operate in
0: a kingdom you can't be there's no king required if there is no kingdom we must ensure that there is a culture built around learning in today's context for an organization to sustain and to do that learning should be given a lot of priority there should be leaders as role models of learning proper systems mm-hmm. and processes that encourage people to learn and share and various initiatives around learn importance of learning from failures to success as you celebrate So if there is a Mm. culture built around learning and if it can become a part of your DNA by the leaders from the top demonstrating that what is the importance of learning and how it can create business impact and customer value, then Mm. you can create a strong culture and promote the concept of lifelong learning. Uh, There's one more thing also, Mm. Uh, there's a statement always, I have loved it, that a person with a learning mind never feels the pressure to perform rather he or she yeah. always feels of finding opportunities in every challenging situation and that's what yeah. exactly and today we suffer in organizations we talk about stress level we talk about uh, uh, disparity there are a lot of people who have got performance pressure why all these things come so strongly to hr and to business because the moment you start promoting the learning mind, growth mindset. You will see those things actually will not disturb anyone's performance. And who would try to demonstrate that? The culture largely is about the system. What I said. Then you have to cre- create mm-hmm. those kind of processes. And the most important mm-hmm. part is what your top management and leadership they believe about it and whether they demonstrate and talk that language or not. If they can develop that strong language and can uh, uh, you know cascade to people across levels. That mm-hmm. is the time you see a lifelong learning culture getting established. Yeah, yeah, true. Kaushek, uh, Kaushik,
1: Kaushik uh, this also connects to how much should one invest in oneself to bring this kind of a, you know, culture or you know, or that kind of a mindset. So, what is your thoughts from the LND point of view?
0: So, Jyoti, the Taking uh, or connecting to what I just said, to me, LND must keep on experimenting various activities within the organization and promote the importance of learning every day. Now, the focus here is the word every day. What works well is at times well accepted by people at large. And whatever, when you are trying to experiment, it, it could be any form of learning. It could be gamification, mm-hmm. some app-based. Uh, it could be, you know, reverse mentoring or uh, a peer learning session. Uh, whatever initiatives you take, it, it can't be that one thing will lead to success. So for a lot of organizations, because of the generation that one belongs to, for a Gen Z, things are different. For a centennial, the learning way will, will be different. So is the case with a Gen X. So as lnd professionals creating a kind of learning culture keeping in mind every possible aspect of a way a person needs to learn uh, there is no sacrosanct rule that which learning is the best learning so when you create that and you see that what is resulting into the maximum traction and what people are enjoying and whatever people are and whatever people are enjoying try to institutionalize that process so that uh, uh, the organization gains the maximum You see that great companies institutionalize a few practices and later they get embedded as values of that company. So it is important for LD professionals to keep on experimenting, and that happens through some bringing some new age innovation. When you do that, you see that where exactly the attractions are, what people are liking, talk to them, reach out to them, and whatever is working well for you, it is not like whatever has worked well for a Google or an Apple or Amazon will also work the same in your organization. We can always take those as best practices, but that does not mean uh, it is a kind of guaranteed act uh, that whatever worked in some other companies will also work in my company. Hence, mm. l professionals need to keep on experimenting and see what exactly delves well in uh, one's organizational culture. And if that works well, institutionalize that process. And when you institutionalize, right. why am I putting emphasis on this word? Then it becomes a part of your overall value of the company
1: right right so so kaushik uh, uh, connecting to our conversation what we had you mentioned that you know we need to drive business growth we also need to bring that value of preparedness and being you know proactive in our approach uh, for the organization uh, lnd as a lnd professional we need to continuously experiment and create that kind of a new process for what audience, uh, Gen X, Gen I, uh, Y, or Central, right? Uh, and we need to be at the leading edge of innovation in the workplace, bringing all of that gamification app based you mentioned. So in today's context, how LND can lead by examples?
0: Yeah, so that's a pretty interesting question and uh, um... What I feel is more the business challenges, higher will be the opportunities for LD professionals to connect with business and do some quality work. So it's a good time for us to be LD professionals. I don't know about how other people perceive. They feel that you know, jobs are going away, everything is getting automated, uh, whether LD jobs uh, would be required in an organization or are they going to be outsourced to some consulting firms, right? Because I've heard so many things. Mm-hmm my yes. understanding is when you have challenges then you will have problems when you have problems people need to solve them and when you want to solve yeah. them you need to decide how fast you solve and for that matter yeah. you are creating an opportunity for lnd to cater to your needs but it is now an important aspect that how lnd can really show that value and justify its overall presence in an organization now the question mm. is uh, we must remember our job is to partner with business and offer them solutions to create business impact right so in today's context i see lnd to be an amazing field to explore as there are business challenges more than ever before what i just said and as long as right. there are challenges there lies an opportunity to connect communicate innovate and co-create solutions with business so lnd can mm-hmm. lead by example by proactively understanding and addressing the challenges again i emphasized on the word called proactively to make a difference mm-hmm. here and uh, when we try to be proactive coming out from a reactive nature and being proactive is very clear to me proactive means going and telling business how can they solve business problems even before they see it or even before they anticipate it right so when you are able to get into that right. kind of conversation if the sales team is being always trained or consulted by uh, those you know honchos or maybe the stalwarts of the from the industry to say that go to your customer and uh, pitch that what could be their possible uh, challenges how the competitors are yeah. doing what might be a kind of bottleneck for them uh, this is how exactly mm-hmm. consultative selling happens right it is all hypothesis right. you are creating and you are actually creating a problem statement and showing them the value why can't right. we do the same thing for lnd so mm-hmm. if we can follow the same mm-hmm. kind of process you will see that we will get into a proactive zone now it again depends on organizations whether they pro, you know promote this culture or accept that culture but mm-hmm. if you start in a slow slow paced manner and if business really Mm -hmm. sees value in that Mm -hmm. then there's a possibility that you can change your impression and when it is the right time to change an impression when there's a crisis situation because in a crisis situation an organization will be experimenting more and welcoming more thoughts and that's how i say that today if there is a crisis if there are challenges then lnd can transform its image on the minds of people specifically the top or management of the senior leaders
1: wonderful wonderful um kaushik i know uh, you gave a very insightful uh, thought to the lnd professionals you know the more the business challenge uh, the more the opportunity we have and definitely we need to grab that you know the right time when there is a crisis right and uh, uh, yes organization Expect us as a HR or a LND to anticipate that future consequences and trends accurately, right? Uh, I agree that you know we also need to be a go-to person, bringing that best practices for the business and being proactive. And I the the calling is communicate, collaborate, and co-create. So so uh, I want to hear you out. Uh, Saying how do we as a LND re-engineer the culture part
0: in the organization. So most of the companies today want to develop a culture of innovation, agility, customer centricity and trust to define their future, right? And it is also right, right. I'm sure that uh, we know this very famous statement coming from thought leaders saying culture eats strategy for breakfast. So culture <laughs> is based on your values and how people in the system behave. So to re-engineer any culture, you need to look at what way people are changing their beliefs and their uh, behavior so focus on the why element is important here sharing the purpose of the organization first and then the top management connecting and sharing how their behavioral development can lead to the organizational success is the key so Mm lnd needs to continuously partner with the top leaders to drive the cultural transformation or you may say re-engineering model through various such interventions and i believe the golden Mm -hmm. circle model by Simon Sinek works very well here. Uh, that's around mm-hmm. the why, what, and how principle. Most of the companies mm-hmm. know the what and how very clear, but the why is missing piece. Mm-hmm. And L&D can leverage upon the why piece so strongly by incorporating that or weaving that as a part mm-hmm. of any intervention or a kind of developmental journey. If the complex mm-hmm. comes very strong, if the purpose come out very strong, and that can lead to a significant mm-hmm trigger in the change in the belief system and the behavior of individuals Mm. so Mm. that's how exactly we believe that uh, to re-engineer anything you can't ask somebody just to change you change the context and that is how adults in an organization working can are likely to change their uh, behavior and beliefs one way is you encourage you motivate or inspire and the second way is all about challenging so that is depending mm. on an organizational culture and the way the workforce is shaping up. You may either challenge mm. or you can inspire, whichever way. Either ways, so, you know, it depends on the organizational culture then again.
1: Right, right. I'm also a big fan of Simon Sinek uh, or Kaushik. Yeah. And I also bring whenever there's a, a request or you know problem statement, how do I address this? You know, from the learning point of view, I go with why, who. Who is my audience, and then I will go with what kind of a solution I can provide. But do you think at the uh, at this current scenario that is LND has geared up to be that agile? Somewhere, you know, I feel when I have a conversation with few of the LD professionals in my network, there is a disconnect. You know, to work closely with business and mostly reactive, and I feel it is crucial that we. Understand how the business operates and the reasoning behind key practices, and asking that why is very important. And being tech savvy and also being agile, you know, because you saying you know you need to either challenge or inspire. Uh, uh, how do we bring that in the formal or informal network?
0: So you use the word very rightly called disconnect. Yes, in LND there uh, in organizations there are a lot of disconnects. You will see with uh, business at times and then uh, lnd at times uh, fails to prove that we are truly creating that kind of uh, trust quotient with business or maybe uh, that impact now i tell you why what happens this is uh, with my understanding if you focus on operations most of the time how can you become strategic Mm -hmm. in real sense this is the time Mm -hmm. to upgrade our consultative skills and Outsource most of the operational activities or for that matter Automate operations as much as you can use technology here to manage your data analytics reports etc where a lot of energy gets consumed for lnd professionals even today when you look at an lnd job people would ask you during interviews do you know lms do you know maybe how to uh, create dashboards so the focus goes into a lot of administrative part and uh, that's what 60 70 percent of lnd people perceive as and when you go for also an interview today people would say whether you have got an expertise on those areas right Hmm. now focus needs to be are you there with business are you there on Uh, uh, the customer calls can you learn from the leaders during the brms or the town halls and then proactively design developmental journeys as required too much of operations can suck your complete energy and won't allow you to be strategic at all and you will see lnd is just doing operational management doing a few programs and handling audits so if you want Mm -hmm. uh, just to be in the operational excellence part which is also important for lnd you can't be then talking about the creation of future and being strategic. So that's why uh, you will see a disconnect with business because to be with business, you have to define the strategy, how exactly I can grow. Operational excellence yeah. is important, but if every if your most of your time is being taken during the uh, due to that, then you can't be strategic and you can't actually uh, talk on the bigger topics. So today, if you want to be strategic, try to automate processes and that's how technology can help. It is not like technology is expensive. Mm -hmm. You need to do your ROI calculation and show it to your CEO or a CFO that if I want to invest in technology over a period of time, how much money do I save? What impact does it create? Are professionals doing that activity or exercise instead of just going by the whims and fancies or their uh, biases that yes, technology comes for a cost. If I'm not consulting and actually investing for the future, it is going to be Mm -hmm. uh, much more detrimental for the overall organization. Yeah, true,
1: true. Yes, uh, uh, (laughs) I hear you loud and clear on this uh, Kaushik. Very powerful one. Again, uh, you know, uh, one of L&D primary responsibility, right, is to manage the development of people. And you did mention uh, operational excellence, get into digitized mode, automate the whole process. And uh, in the process, uh, you also mentioned uh, to do so, you know, we need to support the business and that's our key priority. So uh, being strategic, being in sales call, being in business, uh, you know, that could be a thought leader. So uh, what can you uh, call out? What is the strategic
0: Role of LD then? So, of course, I just mentioned a few things uh, uh, while I was answering your previous question. You heard a lot of yeah. words proactive, yeah. consultative, be with business, understand uh, business more, align with the business priorities, understand challenges, and identify requisite skills and competency gaps, uh, design interventions uh, that will solve business problems, and so on. Uh, So these are, being strategic is all about uh, how are you solving problems for business and how are you going to create a better future for your people, right? That will lead to customer value creation. And in the process of creating that business impact, you design a lot of interventions that will meet the business objective. And most importantly, you have to keep in mind when you design any intervention, it will also address people development part right so your overall yeah. business objectives are going to be met through people development initiatives and when you launch any people development initiatives there will be definitely individual plan development plans other learning engagement opportunities for people at large so in short uh, being truly strategic in LD is be with business become a consultant make sure that you understand the business language and the priorities well you speak their language as well. And then uh, you try to solve today's problem and create a better business for tomorrow. That's been truly strategic. And in these areas, whatever skills you need know, to uh, you know, develop or horn, you may say, I see that consultative approach and being anticipator uh, to business, then digital skills, then becoming a coach, uh, then uh, maybe... Uh, uh, you know showing that what are the three four activities a company can do and how business leaders can strategically uh, incorporate that as a part of their you know daily demonstration of behavior that can lead to some business impact so these are the things i look at uh, as a kind of strategic role of lnd today so consulting is a very it's it's a word that hovers on my mind that LND is be all about now become a consultant think about a mckenzie or maybe a bain or bcg why do you, why do you hire them you hire them you have internal expertise but you still hire them because you want them to come and recommend you something give you some solutions right
1: right so right
0: L&D needs to give solutions now that will create real time mm-hmm. business problems and also will define the future so that's how exactly i see being strategic in absolute sense
1: Mm -hmm. interesting and i also keep coaching my team to wear that intrapreneur hat so that they speak the kind of a language of business from investment to you know consulting all of that element you know from planning to execution you know that that's the kind of a role i suggest my team to play when they are working in that uh, space and
0: there's one more thing that Jyoti I wanted to add in organizations mm-hmm. every year you have got a kind of planning right business has got certain agenda to drive objectives to attain uh, right. can I attach all my uh, interventions around those business priorities now it should cat the business mm-hmm. priorities uh, when uh, I know that my interventions or my journey should cascade right out of that mm-hmm. and it should so- mm-hmm. show that what I'm going to do and how I'm going to achieve that Which will have a direct impact that is being strategic whatever you do it should actually address your business priorities and show them the impact and that's the role of lnd today when you sit with your ceo at the beginning of the financial year you understand the priorities okay these are the things i would suggest to be done for this i need this approval and if this actually a drive this is what you can anticipate as a kind of return or impact. So are we doing right. that? We sit for with the CEOs to understand what is the budget you can spend this year. That's not LD strategic role strategic any, role any, anymore. You, you can't ask and go and ask that I need more budget, but rather show, talk about impact forecasting uh, and find out ways through which you can show business impact. So I, I see that that is being strategic. That's how exactly a CEO would like to spend more time and getting into a quality conversation.
1: Hmm. So, so uh, Kaushik, uh, if you see the industrial revolution, right, very few have implemented large-scale transformation. And what is that we as l and champion? Uh, how should we architect the function in the tech know-how space? As you have seen the shift of learning technology industry moving entirely into an AI, ML mod, and into a cloud-based platform. What is, what is your thoughts on this?
0: So Industry 4.0 is all about, as you know, smart data, tech, cloud technology, and overall driving digitalization in business to create newer business opportunities. Uh, when business models are changing from platform to paper use model today, the way we learn, share, practice, and written knowledge needs to also change. So, Industry 4.0 has led to rapid changes in business uh, businesses across industries. Since the pace of change has increased more than ever before, our speed of learning has to also increase. In fact, Professor, late. David Garvin of uh, uh, Harvard School of Business once said that your speed of learning has to be greater than the speed of change. Therefore, if the speed of learning right. is the key to business growth being digital is the key so creating a learning ecosystem that enables people to find world-class content with a flick of finger with the right set of awareness connect and learn from uh, learning from peers on various social platforms practice in a simulated environment as and when required get real-time feedback on development and progress should be considered by organizations today so, an lnd hmm. needs to come up with those innovative ideas and use technology to drive learning across levels with high level of adaption and engagement. This is the time that L&D professionals need to learn more about what I was talking about, AR, VR, cloud, AI, robotics, to drive learning in the organization and connect the dots with industry 4.0. So, if business is all about industry 4.0, that we are heading towards, or it is now people talking about industry 5.0 when we join hands yeah. with robots, right? So, yes. um, LD also needs to understand if it, business is 4.0, my learning also has to be 4.0 or industry 5.0, right? So, Good. Good. integrating or embedding technology to drive learning excellence and addressing uh, the needs and wants of learner is something what I think industry 4.0 is all about uh, that should also revolutionize the way every individual learns. So it is a responsibility of L&D leaders to show the way to people. It is not like the other way around. If we don't show the way, mm-hmm. there is no reason that people will actually be able to understand because they've got other things to do. Mm. So that's where the thought leadership comes in. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh... You are giving me loads of thoughts, uh, Kaushik, with unlimited opportunities for LND function to look up at this kind of a high level of uh, adoption to the technology to plug yeah. and unplug. You know, so that's when we will be more efficient in providing that value and growth to the organization. However, you also spoke about the budget, right? While we sit and talk about only the budget. Somehow I see a setback from the leaders of the L&D function. Only, yes, they go with the budget and they also talk about the budget constraint. And, and we are discussing that we need to be agile, we need to revolutionize, we need to gamify and create that learning centric strategy that aligns with the business growth. Is that really possible?
0: so learning has nothing to do with big budgets that's what i truly believe in today a lot of content is free right uh, companies yes. that prioritize learning will always assign some budget for people's development you and i know that very well it's like a company right. like apple investing in its r&d do you think it will ever compromise <laughs> uh, in our, a lot of companies uh, you know invest a lot of money in the r&d space because that's the that's what about creating the future even in the pandemic you look at the pharma companies they are now uh, anticipating that what if a virus comes in that uh, am i going to invest significantly in the r&d that will lead to a lot of profitability Mm -hmm. correct so it's again being preparedness r&d is equal to being prepared for tomorrow so is learning now when you don't compromise on the r&d why to compromise on learning Uh, but uh, the fact of the matter is content is free you need to find it but I know training and development mm-hmm. is seen as a cost more than an investment in many organizations because mm-hmm. of the language that we choose to use. And that's very unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, and L&D leaders must show the learning impacts and what I was telling you forecast returns at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year business leaders to get their budgets in place. In case budget yeah. is a constraint, there are multiple ways learning can still be driven. I don't believe you can't drive a learning culture due to lack of adequate budget. There's a whole lot of free content that we can always use. If there's no budget to outsource or to take external support, L&D professionals need to learn working in a self-sustainable model. Hmm. If we learn to develop that, so I see that if I I ask this question to myself always, and I would always do, hmm. if tomorrow I don't have budget, will learning stop in my organization? That is the question. And second, can I also match the standards of people I would have actually preferred to invite to deliver a session? That's an investment in myself. So if these two questions an l professional is asking to himself or herself, you are really creating a value for yourself in the organization. True,
1: true. Definitely, can't agree more. So with this note, uh, Kaushik, what do you see as the biggest challenge for learning officers? especially looking towards 2021
0: and beyond. Engaging people across age group over digital platforms, digital learning, adoption and completion, high expectations from business to show them the return on every penny spent. uh, Of course, the cost pressures. These are the few I see as challenges in 2020,
1: 2021. Kaushik, so is there anything else you would like to add that will be of value to my listeners?
0: So as HR and l leaders, we must ask ourselves one question or quite a few questions, I would say, in our reviews all the time. Why do we exist? And how are we adding value to business in real sense? How we can or how can we support businesses in taking better decisions? And what can I do better to create value for my customers? If these three, four questions we ask ourselves every time a lot of solutions will come out of it but we should not stop asking ourselves questions why do we exist and how can i support business better to create customer value so these questions should be always practiced as a self-reflective exercise mm-hmm. That's my only Very suggestion.
1: One. so ladies and gentlemen all the links and resources which we have discussed in this episode will be made available in my show notes page of my podcast, Stars of Learning and also on my website knowledge.com that is j v i t a knowledge.com I will list out all our conversations in my podcast description for your quick reference thank you so much Kaushik for being on this show, I really enjoyed all the nuggets and you have put lot of thoughts into my head on how to get this uh, going and uh, specific uh, from the L and D point of view, you know how to create that impact to the business, drive the business growth. Being prepared and being the ideal, you know, continuous development you spoke about, and having that language of business, uh, being that influencer on the, being a stakeholder in the whole conversation and we need to meet business objective. You said it should be a part of our DNA, having that kind of a mindset. You also mentioned passion and energy to influence, and we need to be a role model and be on high on agility. Uh, It's not about making it big, it's about how fast, and having that entrepreneur mindset, being digitally connected using technology Loads and loads and you know, I I think at least four pages have been filled with all the uh, action items which I'm looking at. The three C's were very inspiring, communicate, collaborate and uh, co-create. And when is the right time, when people have this kind of a thought, when there is a crisis. When bringing all that kind of a problem into a solution approach, content is king, but context is kingdom and we need to bring that kind of a uh, you know, culture. Golden Circle is something phenomenal and why and how and self-reflection is what you mentioned. I really like the book you brought in, Thought Leader. Thank you so much, Kavshik. I really enjoyed the whole conversation and I have learned a lot and I'm sure uh, you know, uh, the future depends on what we do today. And we have a stake in the business as a l professional to transform the skills and capability of the talent and before that we need to get ready to be agile uh, and you know, be ready for the business to collaborate and co-create and bring that kind of aspiration. I'm sure my listeners will
0: definitely enjoy it. Thank you, Jyoti. Thanks for having me once again. It was a pleasure.
1: So friends, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. And if you have got any learning or motivated hearing to this show, then make sure you share this podcast with your friends and post it on all social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Insta and do tag us and let your friends know about this amazing information you have learned and let this piece of information help many others to engage, enlighten and empower. Thank you so much for your patience and tuning into this show. Bye for now. Take good care of yourself and go out and do something engaging, enlightening and empowering.